Welcome to the Crypto Yams Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, Mr. Baked Potato, a five-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. In today's price action talk, we will be talking about this 19.5 level acting as support as of right now, previously talked about in our Friday episode, and what we can expect going forward, looking at S&P and the overall market conditions and everything else in between. Today, I'm potentially joined by <laughs> Jay, as well as potentially Chris. Uh, you guys are welcome to jump in at any point in time. Just give me a cue. And please, I would love to have some variable opinions coming in. So yes, welcome, guys. Um, as always, we'll start out here on our macro timeframes, starting on weekly. Really, obviously, nothing much has really changed since Monday from whence we talked about it. But I mean, overall, the money flow, the wolf pack, the green dot confirmed, um, some divergences that are starting to show up in our indicators. Everything's looking pretty okay as of right now on weekly, at least on the Bitcoin chart. Looking at S&P on weekly, I mean, it's starting to look a little bit better. We had money flow still curvaturing to the downside as of Monday. Today, it's actually looking quite a bit better. Quite a bit better. A more obvious divergence in the short term as far as S&P goes as well, but only showing up on Wolfpack. There's a lot of, there's a lot of back and forth here. We have a bunch of bearish divergence, but we have quite a bit of hidden bullish as well. It'll be very interesting to see what happens here. If we are going to get back up to market structure, which is sitting around 4170 in the S&P, and we reject, I would take that as a very clear retest, rejection, lower high, continuation of bearish everything. And essentially, Bitcoin would be in the same boat, but I don't know if we'd be going off of our weekly market structure level. I think more than likely we'd be going off of something like potentially our daily or potentially something like four day, I believe. Oh, this is also sitting up here at around 48,000. So we'll see. I don't believe that that, unless something completely <laughs> out of the blue comes out and we start pumping like crazy, I don't know if that's going to actually happen. I would expect 28 to 30 as a much more reasonable level to retest into before finding that lower high and potentially continuing lower. Um, as of right now, one day is still essentially consolidating. We're not seeing really concrete signals or ideas of what's going to happen here. We do have some good ideas and the bullish case does seem more likely at this point. But with any type of consolidation, you know, there really is no leverage to one or another side like either or is very you know possible at this point we really just need to see essentially we just don't want to see heavy sell volume start to come in and continue to come in from this point things obviously over the last couple of weeks we can see the volume on the daily of the sell pressure has been getting lower and lower and lower um, this is also seen in our money flow that we did have more sell-off here. It really didn't get too much farther. And then now we have maybe a, a quarter of that sell volume as well, just to push us to the same point. So I really believe that the bulls are essentially just allowing the, the bears to weaken themselves out 
cut their momentum down, and then we should see some sort of push or try for a push to uh, to extend into the new levels, hopefully, of the FIB lines. Um, I would really like to see our market structure change into a bullish posture at around 19.2 to 19.4. Um, we've definitely hit it enough times. I think that this could be potentially some sort of BART pattern inverted head and shoulders set up here if the bullish divergences are going to confirm with a converging wave that would be a very nice type of setup here which again would push us into that 28 to thirty thousand dollars again more than likely we would see an initial rejection or a very heavy rejection off of that level as it was our major support before we broke down from it you can see we've we retested twice before we slap through, I would expect some sort of similar pattern, but instead to the upside here, hitting off of it from the bottom and then seeing rejection from there. Hey, Potato, something I want to add to that, too, because you, uh, you're, I love your comment uh, about the bulls maybe letting the bears kind of sell themselves out a little bit, you know, and exhaust a little bit. It makes sense. It's kind of uh, how you look at the TA on the chart, you know, and you, you look at the structure, you look at the wolf pack, you look at all of that right it relates a lot to sentiment to me when i think about it like how, how many people actually really want to sell at this point right but then how many bulls really want to buy right now either like yeah there's there's a little bit of whale activity and whatnot going on if you look on chain right but in reality there's not that many buyers either because so many people are so skeptical of markets and risk off they're being as risk off as possible so it, it makes a lot of sense you know you see it in the ta but then you also feel it in the sentiment it's, it's pretty interesting well and what you're saying too right like it makes sense because most traders the retail trader they don't move the market right they react to the market and i would imagine that once we have a clear trend shift the whales have initiated the trend shift and the bots, you know, change their algorithm back into a buying posture. That's when, you know, that's when we'll start to see people start buying again. Oh, 20K is a great level. But at that point, it's already going to be probably above 24 to 25. And they're going to be thinking, oh, 25 is a great deal because it's just moved 25%, you know. So they've already missed out on that initial bump. But that happens every single time that we, that we find support on a new level or resistance on a new level right like there's always that initial um momentum shift it can it reconfirms that the momentum shift is happening and then retail jumps on the boat yeah that makes that makes perfect sense exactly because it's not like retail's moving the market like you said um and to give some further confirmation to your thought and we, we've been talking about this for a while now the retest you know 28 range if if we if we're going to get some sort of pump, that would be an ideal place for a rejection, really, just based off of TA in general. And uh, using high, even higher time frames, uh, I know in previous sessions I've talked about the quarterly, uh, even the yearly in the six months. And we actually, to give further confluence, I guess, to the idea that if we got up there, we would probably reject it. I see the two months. In the two month, we're actually triple confirmed down. Uh, and if we stay at this price range here, even the three month would triple confirm down. Now that's ages away. And I know that a lot of price action can happen in a monthly candle, a ridiculous amount, especially in crypto. In the two month, even more, obviously. But that would give a lot of confluence to the idea 
okay, if we're triple confirmed down in the two months, well, okay, we could get some price action back up to 28. That's not really going to change that yet. There needs to be a lot of time in order for that to really flip. You know, like, can you imagine six candles? That's all you get an entire year. So I guess that that would give me even more confidence that if we were to get that move up to 28-ish, 30 again, that even the two months might just drag it down with it. Yeah, for sure. We're definitely still bearish momentum overall in the macro, right? We're starting to see sh a shift, though, in the weekly. And we you have to keep in mind that the monthly and the two-month, you know, from the shifts that we've seen already, they're very sharp because for that very fact and reason, right? Like, it's a lot of things happen within a month or two in a, in a market space, especially like Bitcoin, where we move so dramatically. So we're so volatile all the time. Those higher time frames, for sure, you know, they are important. But, you know, using that weekly to give yourself a better idea, just like we would with looking at the four hour four, trying to figure out what the daily is going to do. Um, you have to use it in the same sense because the weekly at least is going to give you, you know, three to five weeks of, of essentially, you know, earlier signs of what's going on and, tr and if that macro trend is changing. So it's just something to keep in mind, right? And again, the, for now, those, the monthly, the two month, they look terrible. They absolutely do. They're pointed right to the ground, but because we're starting to see potentially a start of a turnaround here, it doesn't mean that the weekly is actually going to do it, right? You know, what's more than likely is going to happen is this, we're going to try. Um, if the weekly can't TC back up, or if it gets invalidated and TC's back down after it does TC, then you know we would know that the monthly and the two-month, essentially the momentum of those timeframes is too strong for the weekly and would in, try to invalidate any bullishness that's in those medium to short macros you know what i'm saying it makes sense to me yeah it's just like working with uh you know the the strategy itself where you use a a one to two, one to four time frame you know the hourly and the four hour things like that okay so our weekly if our month is still down then let's see if the weekly can bring the monthly back up you know like you need the hourly to then reverse the four hour Right. right. You know, it's just the small time frames flip it. So we get that weekly flip and we do TC up. Okay. Let's watch for that monthly, you know, but then let's say the monthly starts getting close to that zero line. That's where you start looking for the weekly to start showing some hidden bearish divergences, things like that, that might be indicating that it's not quite ready to do it. The weekly gave it a shot, you know, um, yeah. of course the weekly could just carry it, you know, but, uh, yeah, just like the one in the four, the weekly and the monthly, same thing. It just takes forever and we're impatient. We want our gains. Give me my gains. Come on, Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, buddy. That's too funny. But yeah, absolutely. And I mean, at this point, you know, as far as we would look at with how, with triple confirmation strategy, um, at this point, we're just seeing bullish divergences on the weekly, right? So it's only good enough for starting entry. So essentially, again, you know, I don't know if you'd, you'd want to take like a macro entry on that, but essentially more so just using it as the trend shift of which, you know, the majority of your orders are going. You know, for now, I would say probably still like 25% long, 75% short is kind of how I'd be looking at it until we have weekly TC back up. Then you can be, you know, majority long. 
still obviously looking for those 25% amount of your orders as shorts or whatever. But like you have to think about it like that, right? Rather than actually finding a trade to trade between the weekly and the monthly, you're just using it as the overall momentum of the market in, in which you're setting your trades for. You know, like I said, you can still take shorts, obviously, if the weekly is up, but they're not going to be great. They're not going to play out that long, you know, and you have to be aware of that. And that's that's really like you're just, yeah, you're using it for the market condition rather than a trade of its own. Like, oh, my weekly's up. I'm going to be looking for longs in the four hour and the hourly. And I'm potentially looking to keep some of that long or a large part of that long open for a for a good amount of time. Maybe it moves up to daily because I have the weekly on my side. The overall momentum of the whole thing is up, you know, Mr. Chris Goldstein. Are you wanting to jump in here, man? You got anything you got to want to say? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so, so far, I totally agree with everything you guys said. The weekly gives us signs that, yeah, the market could basically turn into a bullish structure. But as it is a weekly, it could take a lot of time. And uh, just using this, these weekly bullish signs, we can take... A look for one hour four hour and even the daily chart or some longs based on tc um, also we know that if the daily would read tc up at this point it would head straight into a daily convergence and a bullish convergence uh, which would be kind of good agreeing with the weekly bullish diffs so yeah it could definitely play out over some thousand dollars and if we could break this range in total to the upside and even flip this 22,500 resistance level into support, we could head for like 28, 29k. Um, I, th I think you've uh, spoken about the retest already of, of this area. And uh, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Basically after 22,500, the next level is 29 at my chart also. Um, yeah, until then, until the daily figures out, we can keep trading the range, have some smaller time frame, triple confirmation trades. And um, just to give some more hope for the bulls, even if the daily wouldn't TC back up at this point, and if the daily chart would just form a lower low in price, there is still a very big chance that it could just print an even bigger bullish divergence, still according to the weekly bullish divergences. So yeah, at this point, I'm, I'm really not looking for aggressive shorts. Of course not. This is the bottom of the bottom at the moment. And uh, yeah, we can slowly see these uh, bullish things building up. Um, just look at the weekly um, volume. You can see that the, that the selling volume is decreasing. And uh, that's even... Exactly. Yeah, that's even a very, very good fact. You, you know these trades when you have decreasing selling um volume on the four hour and have these four hour bearish divergences that's every time when we have that we are looking for shorts on the four hour and they are playing out so we already know what will happen this weekly but it of course it just needs to take it, it just takes time um yeah that's it. beautiful appreciate the input yeah i really it feels like we're definitely on the right page we're on the same page overall um, obviously, no one knows exactly what could happen here. We could just have a volatility spike straight to the downside, then straight back to the upside. Like, we don't know. Again, we do have low volume to either direction right now. 
We have less sell volume coming in, not as really a ton of buy volume. So that opens us up for essentially whale quote unquote manipulation or activity. Um, so definitely be careful of that Darth Maul type of wick where it just it's it's essentially a liquidity grab. It slams to the downside very hard, very quick, and then picks right up. It's all bought up because they're buying the liquidity, the, the liquidation levels. Yeah, definitely something you don't want to be in, in the way for. <laughs> so I wanted to point out some stuff with our shorter time frame as well. The four hour is actually looking quite juicy as long as we can maintain this level of support. We don't start closing below 19k on a four hour time frame basis. We did have a major doji coming out. We we were shifting. Obviously, we've had two consecutive higher low candle closes. That was happening yesterday. We did get the doji trying to say that it would it was trying to trend shift down in this time frame again. And now we are getting a second doji, meaning that that shift is being shifted. So that is very good to see that the buy volume actually bought a, the majority of this uh, candle at the same time too. And the fact that the money flow, the wolf pack, um, just between the divergence, between the you know, rolling over and being on the current level of midterm support, we're definitely, yeah, we're not looking too, too terrible. Not too terrible here. It should continue pushing to the upside as long as volume stays within the thing and we can essentially stay above 19,500 and or 19,000. So that's what I'd be looking for in order to be seeing some sort of shorter term bounce here. Um, I'd be looking to obviously take profit around 21,000. Again, if you are scalping the shorter terms, obviously playing the range as best as you can. Rising channel might be best if you're buying each time at the bottom, selling near the top yada 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 and still make money in these in these you know they feel so small of moves but in reality you know these are 10 to 15 percent moves and you can exceptionally be making quite a bit on each push even if you've only taken the main trades back and forth you're looking at over the last probably about month 30 45 50 ish in about a month, which is pretty freaking amazing just for playing out a simple range. So, yeah. Really? Hmm. Again, me personally, I'm very much keeping my eye on the S&P right now to see what's going to happen. We have some shorter-term shenanigans here. It's trying to be bullish, but at the same time, we just continue to get rolled over. I would be looking to see where this four-hour uh, consolidation turns. If this turns into a bullish structure or bearish structure, um, the buy signal was invalidated. So in order to break to the upside, we're going to need to invalidate the invalidation, meaning we need another buy signal above where the sell signal hit, right around 38.30. So if we can if we can invalidate the invalidation, there's strength built up in that, like a slingshot, and I would be expecting upwards of 4000 into the 4150 level that I talked about earlier. Again, if that happens, um, Bitcoin should be taking a revisit up into this level here. But we'll see. We'll see, my friends. 
I think with all that being said, um, obviously we talk about it in every podcast. So for you guys who listen every other day, um, you're probably sick of it. I'm sorry. Make sure to check out tripleconfirmation.com. All the links for the the Discord groups are trading bot API. It's all going to be found on tripleconfirmation.com. Um, tomorrow, uh, obviously, if you guys didn't know, we have a very special um, talk just essentially about liquidity and DEXs and how to manage liquidity. So super exciting meeting going on tomorrow with Jonas. Um, be sure to be there for that. It's happening at 1.30 PST. So an hour and a half from once this started, essentially. And we hope to see all you guys there. Appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great rest of your day. Ciao.